I was saying though, I only fart in front of my friends, so nice. I didn't want to fart in front of a complete stranger. I farted in the pool today. That was kind of fun. Good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> At least I didn't pee in the pool. So this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex. And with me as always, Will Brinton. Are you eating your dinner? No, just some chips. Oh, did you get back from work like right now? Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I'm always super hungry whenever I get home. Even if I've eaten at work, I'm still hungry when I get home. What are you eating? They're these hot fries things Aaron got me. Oh, They're nice. pretty good. I'd never had them before. Andy Caps. Yeah. Yeah. This program, as always, is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com and you mention our show. You get a refinance or a new home and uh, you can get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. I want to give a shout out to Peter Renault and Nick Nuthouse as being our very first Patreon members. Yay! Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So our Patreon is live. I wanted to do like a formal post with the link and all that other stuff. And I honestly have not had a chance to do so because we had the big race, you know, Friday, Saturday, and then I actually worked Sunday and uh, I was exhausted when I got home. And so I just sat and uh, I watched the bad batch and then I went to sleep. And then today I woke up and so I have, I have pretty much every Monday off, right? Except for next Monday, but uh, I have every Monday off and the the way it's that way because Gretchen worked every Monday. And so I had Mondays off so that I could either watch Emerson or take Emerson to daycare back when he was super young. And it just kind of mm-hmm. stuck. That's how I've always, I've for like 14 years, I've had Mondays off. Well, I consider a real Monday off when Emerson's at school and Gretchen's at work. Yeah. That didn't happen today. Mm. So uh, whenever Gretchen's got the same day off, I do. She has lots of plans. And so I don't really have a day off. So I had a whole list of stuff that I wanted to get done today and I have gotten none of it done. Nada. Yeah. Which is fine. That's married life. And, uh, it's perfectly, we went swimming. We took Emerson swimming. It was fun. I got, I got a tan. Uh, the Fremont's got a really cool, like wave pool water slide place. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And it was cheap. It was like 30 bucks for five of us. Oh, really? Yeah. No, that's a good deal. Yeah. The, this, the, uh, my only, so the wave pool is not as big and not as cool as Funplex. And the water slide is definitely not as cool as Funplex, but still, it was swimming. It was fine. It was fun. And then we went and uh, I bought that camera. I went and I, I've been meaning to go to uh, Rockbrook Camera here in Omaha. And they actually had the camera I wanted cheaper than where I could find it online. Mm. I was pretty stoked. That's a pretty good deal. Did you do anything Sunday? Sunday. No. no? I slept until uh, 1 or no, 12.30. Ah, sounds so good. Yeah. Nope, I didn't do anything. Well, I worked on my electric gate scale. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get this thing squared away so that um, when my gas truck kit gets here tomorrow, I can build that. So actually, when we get done, I'll probably start building the shocks and putting together stuff for my... A uh, gas truck that I need for our trip to Kansas City uh, next weekend. Yep. 
So yeah, we've got a pretty busy slate. The Saturday truck series is this Saturday. We have family Friday off-road on Friday and then I'm going drag racing Sunday. I have Sunday. Nice. Off. Yeah. So I'm going to go, uh, give it a shot. My first time at an informal drag racing event. I want to learn how to mm-hmm. do it and, and, uh, hopefully I learn a lot and, uh, I don't really care how I do. I just want to learn and then, and then yeah. give myself something to shoot for, for next time. And then, mm-hmm. and then the following weekend, we're going Friday, Saturday, Sunday to Kansas city for the region eight, eight scale off-road regionals yeah. in Kansas city, Missouri at fast, cool. at fast lane. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So I've had, uh, I've had that planned since, um, I knew about it back in like February and then I added a nitro race that Emerson and I are going to go to in Wichita the end of July. And then a couple of weeks after that, I go on vacation and we're going to, we're going to go to Cheyenne for the Cheyenne shootout. Nice. So we got three big nitro events coming up and, uh, this one, and then the one in Kansas or the one in Wichita has a 40 plus uh, nitro class. So, Oh, nice. So I get to race that. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, Andy Barrett's on here. He's like heading up to Missouri Valley. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. Hopefully Kenny's got my body done. If he doesn't, it's fine too. Whatever. Yeah. So we mainly are going to talk about the summer series, but I wanted to bring up a couple things. Um, first one is, this is Nats week, dude. Yeah. So the Roar Nats are finally uh, starting to play out. So this weekend is the Roar the Roar 1.8 scale fuel off-road nationals. And, uh, it's, um, it's always a big deal. It's weird. People complain about Roar, but yet that race and several others sell out every single year. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, whatever. But I think, I think all of our local nitro heads are going, uh, Ashton, Abdul, Mm -hmm. Tom Renderneck, of course, uh, Mason Fuller, Caden Fuller, of course, Van Dalen's will be going. Yeah. Who else? Who else am I thinking of? I think that's it for us, right? Yeah, that's all I can think general, of. Our general vicinity of people is us. So it's mm-hmm. like, and Ashton Abdul, he's a big Nitro guy, so he's super into it. And then you got Tom, TLR guy, the Fullers, like I said. I wonder if Brad's going to go. Maybe. I would think so. Maybe he's act like a pit guy or something. I, didn't, I guess yeah. I didn't see the entry list uh, that far down or whatever. I just kind of glanced over it. Anyways, uh, so we had a live stream on Thursday night with Tom Rinderneck and Aiden Olsen over at my house, and that wasn't awkward at all. And uh, they, uh, one of the questions asked was, who's your picks for, uh, for the Nats? And what, what do you think? Buggy. I think, that, I think that if Mayfield makes the main, he's going to win. You think so? He's my pick, yeah. Dude, he's won everything. Like other than nitro uh, truck at Silver State, right? Right. So he seems kind of like an easy pick, honestly. But um, probably my my second would be Tebow. You know, I'm kind of basing this off of the nitro challenge, right? Right. And, um, it's hard to kind of base that off of one race, but I mean, you know, usually those are the guys that are up front anyway. I don't really consider like silver state necessarily uh, my pick or like what I want to judge, like how another outdoor race is going to go because that track was so much different than what, 
people normally run on. Yeah. This, this LCRC track is a big outdoor sweepings. I think it's relatively smoother as well than what Silver State would be, especially. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean, I think Mayfield would, would uh, at least top two if he makes the main. But it's just been like a hist- hist- uh, like his uh, thing this year, or not this year, but like his thing like in the past where for whatever reason something happens at the Rornats because the, the qualify, you know, the way it's qual- you qualify and you can't get out of the semis. Something happens with an engine or something. Um, yeah. And what was it in 2018? Was it that, that one where he like went like a, like flamed out and went like a lap down and was like a corner away from making the, from beating Bill Easton to make the main. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. As long as this stuff holds together, I think he'll, he'll win. I think Seth Van Dalen's going to do really well. I think he is too. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't count him out, but uh, I mean, like I said, Mayfield's kind of an easy pick. A dark horse would be Seth Van Dalen, you know. Yeah, somebody to have that absolute breakout win. I think the way that Roar does it, they try to pack as many on the driver's stand as they can. So I'm not sure. You know, usually they'll take 13 to 15 drivers. Yeah, and I, I and from the you know to add it up from the semis. I bet you something ha- will happen again, like. Um, or like Dakota or Seth, even Tessman will like TQ. And, but the, but the main will be something totally different. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that uh, Mason Fuller would be one to count, uh, not to count out for a top five. Yes. His, his results and, you know, yeah, as much they've as been, he practices. They, he's been, he skipped, like he's been skipping electric races to focus on, uh, spending time out there at the horse compound yeah. to, to practice. So I, I know they're, they're very driven to, to, to make a mark on the nitro scene as well. Yep. I just, I just think that Seth has been, Seth has been pretty this last year and a half. I think ever since he TQ'd the nitro challenge two years ago now, I, I can't believe it was two years ago, but he's just got to get that first lap in. Which he did. Yeah. He did that at this year's Dirt Nitro Challenge, didn't he? Yeah. So no, he he finished second, didn't he? Yeah. So I mean, um, you know, it just kind of depends on what the track conditions do. Uh, you know, in my opinion, a pillow ball car is definitely going to go towards the front when the track gets bumpier. I yeah. I think that, and that's kind of what happened at the at Silver State. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you had uh, you know the C Hub cars, you know, uh, second and third, but the car that won was a pillow ball. I, th- I think you'll see kind of the usual suspects on that main too. And so I bet you even Adam Drake is in there again, you know? Yeah, I could see that. I think it's, I think that's, that's kind of his style of track too. Those guys spent so much time uh, just running nitro at the track at Thunder Alley or revelation. You know, it's, it's pretty cool to see their Instagram all the time. Yeah. No, it's not far fetched to consider, you know, that any of these guys could potentially win. Yeah. Um, or TQ or, you know, I definitely think that like Mason and Seth will be in the main. Like that's not, that, that's not a question. Yeah. Um, and I think that 
uh, Tyler Jones will be too. Oh yeah. Shoot. I forgot all about Tyler Jones. Mm-hmm. God, I'm yeah, such an I asshole. Think, I, I think forgot. Tyler Jones is going to do well at yeah, this next one. I mean, yeah. he's, he's made the main at Silver State and uh, the Nitro Challenge. Yeah. And uh, you know? uh, the kid Tanner Denny too. Uh, the kid from yeah. the kid from Arizona as well. I, and he's running Mugen. So, you know, that car is going to be just fine. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of names that that you could you could spit out there that will probably have a shot to win as long as everything goes their way. I don't think we're getting towards the end of of the 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 big three or four when you're when you think of like the two Ryan's Cavalier, uh, Cavalier in there and then Jared and then Tessman like for a while mm-hmm. that was basically it. Yeah, and I think it's. I think they'll all be there, but I think, I think more and more it's, it's maybe a little bit harder for those guys to, to keep dominating because of all this upcoming talent, you know? Yeah. So. I think that what a lot of it's going to come down to is who has the most reliable program and the most consistent program for when the track kind of changes. Yeah. Um, like, you know, Mayfield has a very reliable program right now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so does a lot, so does a lot of people, but you know, there's other, other drivers that have historically had problems having a car hold together. Right? I, think, I think a majority of the fields run in OS base engines now. So that helps yeah, too. I mean, you can't, can't go, <laughs> I mean, I, I would never run anything other than an OS engine ever, yeah. ever, ever. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's just, that's just it. It's where it's at. Super chat. Real quick, we got a super chat. We'll wrap this up here. But uh, Steve RC, uh, so that's uh, Steve Eichler. He says, uh, thanks, Alex, for use of your truck for the B-Main. Um, I should have the B6-2D done uh, for Family Friday. Could you demo break in a diff on After Hours this week? Uh, yeah, probably. I think so. I can probably figure out something. I'm, uh, I'm going to be working on a lot of stuff this Thursday because I'm going to be hammer. I got, I've been working on my outdoor crawling course, too, so that's been taking up some of my time. Yeah, but on Thursday I'm am d- going to be refilling the diffs in both my slash and my uh, drag car. Nice with like two hundred thousand weight oil or something like that. So, so who's your uh, who is your top three for uh, uh, Roar Nance? I I think it'll be something along the lines of of <sighs> this is so tough because there's so many good people out there and I don't want to make it seem like I'm missing out on every like I'm you know leaving anybody out but it wouldn't surprise me to see some a Seth Van Dalen a followed by two of the standards so whether it be Rivkin Tessman Mayfield Tessman Mayfield uh Rivkin something like that mm-hmm. and and then Tebow as well yeah I I'm gonna go uh Mayfield, Rivkin, uh, Van Dalen. That's what I think. There we go. You heard it here first. So, yeah, that's my prediction. And then you can just throw in, I mean, you think about it like, like it's not like Dakota is not going to be fast. Yeah. You know, and the thing is that like these Ronats, like has, uh, Spencer's won two of them. Yeah. You yeah. know, and a lot of people don't remember that, but, that associated buggy is really good. Really I know. Good and, and part of me, uh, I and have, so, and so is Spencer. Spencer's really good too. <laughs> I have, yeah, Spencer's awesome. I have a bias because, because of the, 
the techno team being so um not just welcoming in general but just like they were very quick when i when i find you know you know when i contact them for the techno series they were very quick to say absolutely and then it hasn't stopped since it's kind of that way with associated too i'm just biased a little bit now yeah because of that so i would like to see techno get a get an eight scale championship yeah that would be cool they haven't had one yet right What's that? Yeah, they haven't had one in buggy yet, but they've they've had one in Truggy. Mm-hmm. Uh the electric Truggy. Yeah. And then and the night and both the tr- the nitro Truggy is like cheating right now, so Yeah. It's it's what I hear. Truggy's crazy cuz you know Bornhorse will be up there. Right. And uh I'm not counting Bornhorse out in buggy either. I'm just saying that he's especially really good at Truggy it seems like. And then mm-hmm. think of somebody like Jared Wiggins. Tyler Jones. Yeah. You know, those guys all could, could do something with their, uh, with their truggy as well. Techno has a lot of good drivers. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up because here's what I'm planning on doing. So Sunday, I have Sunday off, uh, the drag race is in the morning and it, I don't plan on being there to the end. Cause I probably am not that fast cause I don't know what I'm doing yet. And so I want to have a watch party Sunday. Okay. So I'm going to be in my basement. I might try to get my new camera working for a better live stream video. And then we'll, I'll have the race going on my TV and we can just sit in the chat and talk about it. Obviously we can't have the, the, the race on the, on YouTube, but we can have it on a different TV and talk about it. And we did that. We did that before for, uh, the nitro challenge. And that was actually kind of fun. Cause you saw, you know, people had their, they had me on there with me. And they were able to like, you know, go back and forth in the chat and then they had the race going on their screen. So mm-hmm. I think that could be pretty fun. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. What else am I going to do Sunday? Yeah. What the heck else are you going to do? Yeah. So look for like some test stuff coming on pretty soon. Cause I got a brand new camera and I got to figure out how it works. So there might be a couple test, uh, test streams going on. Yeah. You got to figure out how it works. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's our national coverage <laughs> for this week. <laughs> yeah, we don't do it often, but when we do, it's uh, we have our own opinions. Mm-hmm. Eight scales, tr- eight scales, kind of the only one where legitimately any of the tire companies have an equal shot, don't you think? No, you don't think so? Not at all. I think that uh, the surfaces that they run on. I mean, right now it seems like, um, you know, and of course I am biased, but like, okay. So the, the, the last Ronats, wasn't it in, inside Thornhill? Yeah. There's uh, with the track with the topper on it. God, it was two years ago. Uh, I think that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Indoor track like that grouped up black roof. You're not going to beat a J concepts tire. I don't think I really don't. I mean, historically they, they've dominated those indoor events Yeah, like that. But this is a little different because yeah. it's outside. But um, I think AKA tires are definitely geared more towards eight scale racing. I think so I too. I think they have I a mean, lot more kind of success. Their bag, baby. Yeah, they have a or lot more, more success. Yeah, they have way more mm-hmm. success on the on the eight scale side of things. Yeah, I think that J Concepts has the most tread patterns and compounds to choose from. Yeah, they do. Sometimes, <laughs> the, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes that can the, be the, tough. The, What's that? Sometimes that can make it harder. Yeah. I was going to say, sometimes, you know, if you don't 
know when to use certain things that can be kind of a, a bad thing. Yeah. You know, you tune yourself out with having too many options, yeah. but I, I don't think that it necessarily levels the playing field. I be an outside with a pin tire, but I still think that, 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 uh, you know, just having the most compounds to dial yourself in and tread patterns, uh, is going to be probably what, you know, wins races. But, right. In my opinion. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that. I was just thinking that, you know, indoor, it's kind of a pro line versus J concepts deal where outdoor you got, you got, you got pro line J concepts, AKA you could even throw hot race in there. Then you got mm-hmm. VP pro, you know, some guys still run, you know, running that stuff religiously. What's the other one? There's another one out there. Uh, of course, the raw speed, but they don't have a lot of a skill yeah. stuff for that. It's a lot of indoor, I think, but, but uh, there's another one. What's that one? It starts with a B. Beta? Beta. Yeah. There's another whole set yeah. of tires. You know? I don't know. Just more, it seems more, it seems more, uh, there's just a lot more going on on the eight scale side t- when it comes to tires, I think. A lot more, yeah. not more, a lot more availability of different brands to choose from. Sure. I could see that. Yeah. That being said, the top drivers are all basically AKA ProLine. And uh, J concepts for sure. I want to do something really quick. So I have written out everybody who commented on the live stream on Thursdays after our show. Did you know that we had 56 uh, viewers at one time? Yeah, I heard you just saying that during the Tom Rinderneck, uh, Aiden Olson after our show. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I remember you talking and about the, the gauntlet was thrown down that we get 50 consecutive viewers, which Come on, guys. Right now, there's 12. I mean, I understand nobody. there's no pings going on right now for some reason, but, but uh, you know, I mean, usually there's like 30-something. <laughs> I think it's the timing. Like, yeah. people are still getting home from work and having dinner and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Personally. Yeah, that's true. So, anyways, so uh, so I'm going to do random number, number generator, and then whoever I, I've numbered them, and then whoever I come up with, I'll, I'll make contact with them. All right, here we go. You ready? Drums, please. Uh, oh my gosh. Huh. So, Dylan Haas, number four, nice. is uh, your winner. So, I got to circle that before I forget. So, random number generator, Dylan Haas was number four in line. And, uh, that's kind of nice because then I don't have to ship it. I don't have to ship a gift card. I can just find it. But uh, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There was 52 people that uh, that commented. So. Wow. Yeah. Did you bring any drinks this evening? I brought, well, I actually did not because I was kind of in a hurry to get here. So I, uh, I'm actually, I've actually stolen my sister's uh, sun-kissed soda. Oh, that's nice. So go figure. I'm going to have a, a Coors Light to, to uh, support oh, Ryan Mayfield's win. I want a Coors uh, Light. Win. Man, huh? I want a Coors Light. Yeah, look at me have this. Look, it's still blue. We have a code blue. Code what? Code blue. I left this in the freezer for a little bit. Oh, it's cold. Summer Series. All right. Well, let's talk about the Summer Series before we, uh, before we start getting too late. 
we had 176 entries, 94 drivers. And, uh, I think we had 21 heats all day. So we were doing, we were doing right at 30, uh, three hours around of qualifying is really good. I was pretty happy. It's, yeah, we were flying. Dude, it flew by. I was really tired for some reason. I think I just, I think I just didn't get enough sleep the previous night. Yeah, I know I didn't. Yeah. Um, okay, so there was, what did we have? Our lowest main was a D main. That was an independent stock buggy. And check this out. Let's see. This is really interesting. Independent C main. Okay. We're going to come back to this later, but second place in the C main of independent stock buggy was Kyle Fisher. Qualified seventh in the C main. Okay. Yeah. So we had 34 cars, I think is what it was. 34 cars in independent buggy. Sarah Carney got the win. So Sarah moved up. Kyle moved up. Nice. Independent. B main. Kyle Fisher from the 10 spot taking the win. Yeah. Phil Palmer gets the other bump up. Okay. They bumped into the A main. Just beating out Daniel Bender too. Actually, you had... Look at the B main here. This is interesting. Kyle Fisher, Phil Palmer, Daniel Bender, Jana Peevler, Sarah Carney, Brady Papanow, Nick Sneath, and Mike Butts, Tyler Cross, and Eli Webb in the B. Oh, wow. Yeah. Moving on up. Yeah. Middle of the pack. All right. So now let's just get this one out of the way because we'll, we'll just, when it, I'm, I was going to, I would usually do these in order, but this is, this is fun to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you do, but it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fun to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Independent stock buggy, a main Kyle Fisher <laughs> from seven awesome. from seventh in the C main bumped twice, started ninth on the grid and wins the a main <laughs> of independent buggy. That's pretty insane. You could say he got to enjoy the track longer than yeah. anybody else. Yep. Yes, he did. And, they were here practicing on Thursday. They're from North Dakota, so they, they, they make a weekend out of it. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday for them. Nice. How insane is that? You rarely hear of that. Very rarely. He was fast, too. Like, in qualifying, he was fast. He just very in, not very patient. That's, that's why he qualified where he was, because he, I was, I think we actually, I think Mod 4-Wheel Drive marshaled the start of Independent Buggy, and, uh, I just happened to be marshalling their race. And yeah, he's just not very patient yet. Mm-hmm. But when you got to go, you got to go. And I think that's why he was able to make the bumps all the way up there. So, uh, so good job. Cal Fisher is pretty awesome seeing that. I know your dad was pretty stoked about it. I think his dad just pulled over and watched him race. Yeah. At the end. That's I, awesome. Yeah. Cause his dad only had 14 laps. Everybody else had 20. So TJ Williams got qualified second, finished second. Um, so another good finish for TJ, uh, Justin Stevie got another podium. I think he podiumed last round. I think last round one's winner, Tyler Fleming finished fourth in this one. And then Jake Poteet, uh, had a good day, uh, in two wheel drive, um, get fifth. Matt Mosier was six. He was right there. James Lavoni. This guy was from California. He, he normally races at OCRC. Oh, wow. What'd he think of the track? Oh, he, he, he loved it. Yeah. And, uh, Towards the end of the day, he's like, he came over. He's like, hey, man, all the guys at OCRC t- wanted me to tell you to say hi. Or wanted, awesome. wanted, me, wanted me to say hi or for him or whatever. 
Uh, Cole Webb making the A. Finished eighth. Phil Palmer with that bump spot finished ninth. And like I said, Troy Fisher uh, qualified seventh. He was kind of in the mix a little bit uh, in the middle of the pack. And then um, I think he pulled over just to watch his kid. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was independent. That was pretty amazing. Uh, that's pretty fun to see. I know he was pretty happy. He was really stoked about that. So Plexback, a main. You had uh, Lexi Bolin getting the win. Uh, Diego Quintana running a short course truck. Uh, finished second and Dalton Conrad running his uh, four wheel drive with a TQ and a third. So he gets second place points with that extra point. So that's good. Uh, Nevin Sneathan made it this time, finished fourth Grayson Stevie, another top five Dylan Haas finished sixth. Josh Benson qualified seventh, finished seventh. Ariana Smith was in the main, uh, finished eighth. She actually got the bump up from the, from the B uh, Mario Quintana finished ninth and Eli Vanderbeek also got the bump. And uh, ended up finishing 10th. Nice. And this one I do have up on YouTube right now. I got three videos up before I ran out of time and had to come to the podcast. So I'll get the rest of them up tonight when I get home. Stadium truck. Uh, Brian Burnt with a TQ and win. So good job for, for Brian. I always like to see that. Uh, Tyler Fleming with a uh, qualified second, finished second. Uh, John Birding was the big mover. He qualified fish fifth. Finished third. Uh, Dayton Mosier had a much better time. Uh, round one, remember his batteries or something kept going bad on him? Yeah, I do. Well, he, he finished the mains this time. So Dayton Mosier with a fourth. Uh, Brian Cox was fifth. Stevie Justin was sixth. Brady Papano was seventh. Phil Palmer was eighth. TJ Williams just having a rough time with that truck. Uh, qualified third, finished ninth. And Nick Sneathan finished tenth. Mod four-wheel drive. Boy, Tom Ritterneck did well, but he did not. It wasn't easy for him this time. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't easy for him last time because he didn't win four-wheel drive. But Aiden Olson, man, he was he was on Tom's rear bumper most of the race. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I remember when back in like 14 and 15 when, when I'd go out for a mod A main and just kind of stay in front and just kind of pull away a little bit. And then that first, mm-hmm. that first time, I remember that one of those first times where, um, somebody like Alex Vanderbeek, you know, chased me down and I was like, mm-hmm. uh Oh, <laughs> you know, here they come. Yeah. So, uh, it was nice to see, uh, not that there's, not that there's really an Omaha Des Moines rivalry now because we don't have two different tracks, right? Yeah. Like for a little while it was Omaha, Des Moines or Omaha, Kansas city, Des Moines, Kansas city, because of all the different, you know, each, each city kind of had their own track for a while. Yeah. All in one region. Yeah. And now it's, we're kind of home for the Des Moines guys at the moment. Yeah. For 10 scale. I would say so. For 10 scale at least. So it, there, there's not necessarily that Omaha versus Des Moines rivalry going on, but, but, but that being said, it's kind of cool to see, a local lives right up the street kid being able to battle for a win, you know, instead of just being mid pack or, or towards the end of the pack or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you're up there, when you're up there doing well versus these guys, I'm, I'm like, haha. Yeah. You know, we're finally getting there. The youngest old guy. Yeah, exactly. That's me. Yeah. But Tom Rinderneck did hold him off and took the win. Aiden Olson was second. 
Uh, Nate Sutherland got another third. Um, so f- qualified fourth, finished third this time. Vanderbeek uh, finished fourth. So that the points are going to be interesting now because we've had two rounds and they're all kind of all over the place. Um, Ethan Dallaire with a fifth. I think for four-wheel drive, he'll take that. Four-wheel drive's not Ethan's favorite. Yeah. Um, Drew Rubenking was sixth. Mitchell Pavel got the bump, finished seventh. Owen Vanderbeek making the main, finished eighth. Derek Wood uh, finished ninth. Even he had some spark this this month. You know, last last round he was he was really nursing a, a broken collarbone. This this week, he seemed more of the normal Derek. You know. Yeah, he uh, he got different tire. He bought tires from the hobby shop. That changed tire. Yeah, that always manufacturers. helps. That always helps too when you get the right tire on your car. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Peterson finished tenth. And so uh, we'll get this out of the way. Uh, old guy. 40 plus mod two wheel drive buggy. Yeah. I had a really fast car all day long and I finally proved it in the main. I wasn't able to prove it in qualifying. Uh, so Mac got a TQ and I qualified second and then we flipped in the main. And uh, I don't even remember how I got the lead. Do you, you were announcing. I didn't really pass him. Mac uh, traction rolled at the end of the straightaway and you got around. I That's thought. right. Yes. Okay. Now I remember that. Yeah. I don't know. My car was super comfy. The track was pretty awesome. So the change I made to my car, I don't, I'll, I'll tell you what I did and then you'll go, oh, but I, <laughs> so I kept three, three degrees of toe, one degree of anti squat, but instead of being the low roll center, I put it middle. Yeah. I, I went medium roll center. Yeah, with the high grip, you could get away with that. Yeah, it was really good. It Actually, my car got more sneering. Yeah, um, it would. Yeah. And uh, something else I did, and uh, clearly, I'm not an engineer. Attention, Hobbyplex podcast listeners. This is a friendly reminder that host Alex Sturgeon is not an engineer. Thank you. So, you know those black spacers? On the arms, where do you yeah. run yours at? Uh, back of the arm. On the back of the arm, so you're moving the the arm forward. Yeah. Okay. That's how my car was, and I decided that I was going to move it to the front and move the arms back. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, my car got buttloads of steering all of a sudden. Yeah, I honestly probably should have done that for the main. I I float back and forth from that. Okay. Um, like as the grip comes up and the grip's like crazy high, I'll lengthen my uh, wheelbase. You know. Yeah. I'll move. I'll move, move that space, sir, and just keep everything else the same. Mm. But yeah, I, I didn't do that. I didn't think to do that because we didn't have like crazy grip at the sec- second heat. I mean, we had good grip, but man, like in the main, we had like double the grip we had in qualifying. It didn't look like it should have either. It didn't have a very yeah. dark groove, but the groove was very even and there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of dust. Yeah. So it, no, the, I, the track was tires really, like slicked off and had even more grip. Yeah. The track was really, really good um, Saturday. So those are the two changes I made to my car Friday night and I liked them and I left it and the, my car got better as the day went on. Mm-hmm. So, and then I glued the outside sidewall of my front tires. Yeah. So that, cause I was, I was, I traction rolled in that second qualifier and I'm like, oh crap. So I just went back and did that really quick. Mm-hmm. 
Brian Burnt got another third. So we've had two, two, two months now. We've had the same people on the podium, just, just a top two in different spots. Uh, David Peevler finished fourth. He's been running his stock motor in 40 plus. Yeah. He turned his boost on, but he's still, he's running a 17.5. So uh, then you had uh, Rob Sturgill, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Brian Cox finished fifth. Brian, Rob Sturgill came all the way from Colorado, uh, finished sixth. Kirk Benson was eighth. Phil Palmer was ninth. Josh McMullen was 10th or ninth. I'm sorry. And Matt Robinson was 10th. So it's kind of weird. Last year we had, we had me, Matt, Kyle, Tony, Rob, Brian, the other Brian. Uh, and then every once in a while, um, Ken Peters, sorry, we got the hiccups this year. We don't. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of weird. It doesn't, it's not as yeah. stressful. Cause like Kyle would usually kick our butts or, Tony's always a threat and I know Tony broke his hand, I guess. That's why he's not up here. Oh really? That's a bummer. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that till, till Saturday either. So, and I think oh. Ken Peterson's running eight scale, right? He, he decided to run eight scale this year cause they got that Emory track down there oh, in Wichita. Okay. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, yeah, you know, it's kind of turned into a me versus Mac thing again in this one. Yeah, It's fine. It's, it's like, definitely a good time to watch. Yeah. It's like a 25 year old rivalry continuing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. Uh, we already talked in about independent because it was cool. All right. 13, five wheeler. You had uh, Nate Sutherland coming out of retirement and laying the smack down. Um, although Jackson Anderson did TQ mm-hmm. and actually Jackson Jackson was there for a little bit. I think Nate just Nate got the lead on the third lap and just kind of stayed there. Yeah. And then you decided to run 13.5 with your four wheel and uh, qualified fourth, but finished third. And you took over the third spot about lap seven, it looks like. Yeah. And just, just kind of stayed there. I caught up to Jackson, but he started pulling away again. Yeah. Like, I don't don't know. I just, uh, I didn't really like do any of the battery stuff or like worry about having a crazy motor and like, I didn't do that last year. Yeah. When did I went thir- any of the races, I went all of them. You won all of them in 13, five, four wheel. The one, all the ones I entered. Remember I ran, I ran, I was club racing with 13, five. And then I, I, I did race that one summer series race that Ryan Harris came to mainly, mainly cause I wanted to be in his video. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Anyway, but yeah, I just kind of like <laughs> literally I hadn't touched my car like since April. I just put a 13.5 motor in it and put it in blinking and ran it. Yeah. Then like right before the main, I don't know if I told you about this. Yeah, you knew about this because I had to, I wanted to try my car between the the A mains, the lower mains and the A mains. Yeah. So like I was running like some cheap titanium screws in my servo mount and I broke all but one ser- or one screw holding oh. in my servo at some point. And it might've been that all the way through qualifying because I clobbered that, like the, the hot dog roller. Mm-hmm. that what we're calling it. The state line section. I call it, yeah, I call it state line, but whatever. Yeah. We, I've we been know calling it the hot dog roller. It could be bread and, loaf, hot dog roller. Yeah. I, I ran into that thing and like broke all those screws. Off nice. In my, in my car. Oh. And, uh, I had to, huh? That's what I, that's the other thing that happened to me. 
Friday night. Remember I changed servos. Yeah. And it was like, I had a brand new car. Yeah. Well, and I had to like, I got all of them, but one out and I drilled it out and I wrecked the threads in my servo mount. So oh. I had to like drill it out, like to where a screw would fit through it. Yeah. And then relieve like the backside of the servo mount with a Dremel Yeah. to put a nut and a screw in there. Mm. And my car's a lot better for the main. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So any of you guys that are watching, you know, uh, I've been complaining that my cars, my car, my two wheel drive car has had not the steering. I thought it had basically since I got the car and started running off road again back in April. Well, I, I had my car, I had my radio off, but my car was still on and I set it down on my, on my table and I saw my front, my front wheels jitter. And I was like, that's weird. And so I did it a couple more times and every time that it would sit down, it would jitter. And I'm like, well, maybe the servo is not good anymore. And I probably had that servo for like three years. Yeah. You know, I just transferred it from car to car. So I ended up taking another protect that I had, uh, from Emerson's car, believe it or not. And I put it in my car and then I went out that Friday night and I was like, some cars amazing. Had tons more steering all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, 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 for those of you guys who are watching the show that, that, you know, that's one thing that you could try if, if, uh, if you don't feel like something's right, there's probably a reason for it. And, and yeah. in this case, the servo is probably just tired. It wouldn't, it wouldn't turn as much as I wanted it to. Like it was like, it didn't have the oomph anymore. And same thing. Will's car didn't feel good. Well, he figured it out. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. So. That was really weird. So yeah, it was like having a uh, brand new car in the main. Yeah. So Easton McCormick uh, finished fourth. Dustin Hosick was fifth. James Nelson was sixth. Chad Rubin King was seventh. Orlando Martinez came up uh, from KC, finished eighth. Caden Berardine was ninth. And Ashley McCormick was tenth. And then... We'll get to uh, two wheel drive was right after that. So you got to run back to back. So I bet that was fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to retire from 13, five, four wheel because I don't want to race those two back to back ever again. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Rinderneck uh, did not TQ and uh, finished first. Uh, Alex Vanderbeek was second and Jerubin King was third. So these three again, find a way to get on the podium mm-hmm. for the, for the second, second round in a row. Aiden Olson was fourth, and then Ethan Delaire got a TQ, finished fifth. So he does get fourth place points. So that's that's a consolation for that one. Yeah. Nate Sutherland was sixth. You were seventh. Derek Wood was eighth. Jeremy Fellows was ninth. And Tom Smith made the main. He was your final qualifier and uh, finished tenth. But but good job for him. I think that's his first summer series A main that he's made. Yeah. So this one, I I got the video and I will put it up. And I, you know, everybody should watch it because there was some contact, but it was one of those situations in which the contact was kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't initiated necessarily by either party, I guess. And, and it was um, what we call in the industry, a racing incident, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, uh, basically Tom followed Ethan Dallaire for for a good four or five laps. And he was clearly quicker coming out of state line. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of grip there, but it was also, it's also bumpy. And I did that on purpose right there. I don't know if you guys have walked, did you walk the track at all? Yeah. So if you, if you go over to that section and look, it's, it's got like little, little bumps coming out of it. And I left it there on purpose. I figured it was, I 
character. I guess you could call it character. Like I didn't, I didn't work to like make that part buttery smooth, but you could hear everybody's tires clicking like slap, 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 slap coming out of there, which is really cool. But coming out of there, Tom just his, that, that car, his was much better at getting on the, on the throttle. And, uh, he kind of showed his hand like two laps in a row to Ethan. And then he tried to cut in, literally bounced off the pipe. Ethan got on the gas and you can see in the video, his car turns left and he, he was gonna, he would have had to catch it. Right. And Tom bounced off the pipe and then gunned it and had about as far as you can go to the inside. And that's when they touched. So Ethan's car was, was, was pointed towards the pipe. Tom's was straight. And if, if Ethan's car would have stayed straight, there wouldn't have been any contact there. So it's not necessarily Ethan's fault. It's just how his car, he was clearly trying to, to get on the gas and stay in front of Tom in that section because he had been worked over two laps prior because he knew that that's where Tom was faster at. And then, you know, uh, Tom, Tom's car was going straight, had the inside line. They hit. Ethan needed a marshal. That's when he fell back and then pretty much battled with Alex and Aiden for, for a while before finishing up where he finished. So it was just one of those deals. I, I feel like uh, knowing Tom, if, 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 if Ethan's car was straight and he would have ran into the back of him and, and plowed him over, Tom would have waited. But in that instance, I don't think, I I don't think there was anything he really could have done any differently other than stop. I mean, you know, but they were both, they were both accelerating to get up to that top corner is what they were trying to do. So Mm -hmm. if you watch the video, it's pretty clear that it was not, uh, it wasn't Tom's fault. It wasn't really Ethan's fault. It was just kind of how Ethan's car was in that spot. So. Yeah. Stuff like that sucks too, because you don't like, I don't want to run into you when we're racing unless it's the yeah. last lap. And, 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 and I yeah, think and then you're trying to hit my car. Yeah. And I think it's funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, if it was like lap five or six and I, and I mm-hmm. got into you, I'd feel terrible for the rest of the race. Yeah. You know, it is fun to finish in front of you sometimes, though, which hasn't happened lately anyway. So whatever. But anyways, so I'll have that video up uh, tonight. Uh, I, I, st- I still got, let's see, I already did 13.5 and mod four-wheel drive just went up. No, it didn't. I, so I got to do mod four-wheel drive and the rest of them, and then I'll have them up. Uh, okay, Mini Truggy was up next, and this one really sucked for me. Um, so Dustin Hosick, he got a Truggy last Saturday after the club race, put it together, got everything in it, and he got the win. And he was fast. He was fast all day, just qualifying. Just he, he qualified fifth, but I, I feel like he probably should have qualified at least first or second. Pretty much running my setup. Nice. So I know he's running a five five with a fifteen tooth pinion, thirty weight oil, um, green springs. The I know he changed the the uh, toe to where I have it. Mm-hmm. So I, I know his car is good. <laughs> That's uh, cool. Ashton McCormick um, finished second. Matt Robinson with another one. So remember last month he he bumped from the B and got second. This one he qualified seventh, finished third. So he's he's sitting pretty good in points. Uh, Patrick Mitrovic was fourth. Bryson Pavel was fifth. Chad Irwin was sixth. Jonathan Haas was seventh. Chad Harshorn was ninth, eighth. 
Dylan Hartshorn was ninth. Nick Sneathan was 10th. And your TQ, Emerson Sturgeon, uh, made three laps and broke a rear hub. Yeah. Because. Dude, it, it like obliterated it. it. Well, he was trying to show off. So our in-laws came for a graduation party. So Emerson, Emerson ran the first qualifier, got the TQ, went to the graduation party. His TQ held up, came back, was super excited to run the race. Nick and Tanner, his cousin, were there. Uh, Amy, my, my sister-in-law, they were all there. And all it was was an unnecessary whip. And I told him that. I said, dude, you can't do that with this truck. This truck's got so much power. You start doing stupid stuff like whipping when you're not supposed to, you're going to break it. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. What do I know? Just, you know, been doing this forever. Not a whole lot, dad. <laughs> so that sucks. And what really sucks is we took 11 to the main because the way that the classes broke down, uh, if I would have had a B, a C main, it would have been four cars. And so yeah, I, would, right. I did the math and I'm like, well, I'm like, we can do nine and then bump two and that'll save us a whole main. And I did that with two classes. And so it actually saved us like 20 minutes, you know, which is, which is really good. Got to save the minutes. Yeah. So he gets 10th place points. So yeah, he gets 10th place points, which is crazy, but He's got to throw out, so all he's got to do is just not do anything stupid now. But I, he's got no cushion either, right? No, no so, cushion. Good job for Dustin because he deserved it. His truck, you know, he was driving really fast. He really likes it. I told him he would. I love mini trucks. It looked good, dude. It looks. It's just so fun. I love throwing that thing around. It is fun to do that. Yeah. So, and I love watching Emerson drive it. It suits his driving style. Because Emerson's on it. Like, Emerson's a, uh, he's a trigger happy driver. He's a squeezer. Yeah, he's a big time squeezer. Uh, okay, so uh, last race of the day, and then we'll take, a, uh, we'll take a pivot break, and then we'll take questions. There's not many of them, but uh, there's a few. Uh, so, 17.5, two wheel drive, A main. Uh, this was expert, 17.5. Uh, Jackson Anderson qualified second, finished first. Jeremy Fellas uh, uh, qualified first, finished second. Uh, Dayton Mosier, again, having a much better uh, day than he did in round one. Got a third. Easton McCormick with a fourth. Ashley McCormick right there behind him in fifth. Caden Bairdine was sixth. Orlando was seven. Uh, Brent Riley was eighth. Chad Rubenking was ninth. David Peebler was tenth. And Dustin Hosick got 11th. And uh, can't remember what Dustin... Dustin qualified third, but I can't remember what happened to his car, but... This was another one where we had 11. So the, the, the exact same number in Truggy was an expert. And so I saved us a main. Otherwise, it would have been nice. a four-car main. Who wants to drive in a four-car main event, you know? Not this guy. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so the points are interesting. Um, we're not going to go over the points this round because, um, I, in my opinion, we need three rounds at least to kind of sort of, to kind of help sort out where everybody's at, right? Yeah. So we won't worry about it uh, this time. Um, but uh, but Jack, I know Jeremy Fellows won last round and Jackson got second. This time Jackson won and Jeremy got second. But I think Jeremy Fellows with the TQ, he, so he's got a 101. No, he doesn't. He's got a 100 with a TQ. And Jackson does not have the TQ with his second. So right now I think Jeremy Fellows would be ahead by one point. Without the throwout, of course. Yeah. 
Um, so there you go. So round three is not until like July 12th, which is great. Yeah. Tell <laughs> so me about it. Stud. Get a month to just kind of, kind of simmer. I don't have to worry about the track for a couple of weeks, which is really nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually really excited though to change it for the next round. I got something really cool planned. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I basically have three weeks off and then, then that, that week I'll hammer it out and I might actually have to be there all day Monday and all day Tuesday next time. This time I got away with the only having Tuesday. So, all right, we'll, uh, we'll take a pivot landing break real quick and I'll go grab another sun kissed. How about that? Okay. Sounds good. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with pivot lending group. Today is May 10th. 2021, and we are going to be talking about temporary financing. Pivot Lending Group works with several credit unions, community banks uh, across the Midwest and on the West Coast, soon to be on the East Coast, that we're teaming up with to have an alternative to your traditional bridge mortgage. In a bridge uh, situation, you would be purchasing your future home as well as retaining your departing property for a short period of time until that property sells. And on your home that you'd be purchasing, you would have long-term financing. And then once your uh, loan on the home that you sell gets paid off, then everything's a wash. Great program, tons of great bridge programs out there. The downside to a traditional bridge is you end up in a situation for potentially one or two months, maybe longer than that, of having two mortgage payments. You have the mortgage payment on the property that you're purchasing, and then you still have the mortgage payment on the property that you bridged out to help you with that purchase. Teaming up with our financial institutions, credit unions, and the community banks on the temporary side, we can come in, lend the money to purchase the new home, and then bundle everything together on your primary house that you're selling on the new home and put it into just one master note and then you have one monthly payment on that master note. And potentially you can even have deferred payment to the end of the term, the short-term term until that house is sold. So really excited about that. It uh, gives you guys opportunities to come in and to put yourself ahead of the line with some of the other buyers because you can come in, contract quickly without a lot of additional conditions or requests with the seller. Makes you really, really attractive. There are some things that you have to have in order to qualify for it. You know, obviously equity is a big one, pretty strong credit and those sorts of things. If you have any questions on that program, feel free to give me a call 402-881-5951 and we can walk you through and show you the differences between a traditional bridge loan and temporary financing. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. To just, to just let one go. And I go, Hey, are your neighbors here? And both Richard and my sister are like, um, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay. And so then I was just about to drop a bomb out there 
and I heard giggling and, and somebody talking and I went, Oh crap. And so I, I still farted a little bit, but not the big, mm-hmm. not the big loud one that I would have done. Cause it was going to be loud and funny kind of. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then I, I'm sorry to the neighbors of Weberized. Not that they're going to, not that they're going to watch this, but that was pretty funny. Nah. Cause we didn't have time. I was going to go to the bathroom, but we didn't have time. It was, it was like a, it was a short segment that time. Oh, well. Anyways, that was kind of funny. Maybe. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> not, <laughs> not really. I mean, whatever. I was saying though, I only fart in front of my friends, so. Nice. I didn't want to fart in front of a complete stranger. I farted in the pool today. That was kind of fun. No, oh, that's a good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> At least I didn't pee in the pool. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? Uh, all right. Going back through the comments real quick. Uh, Andy Barrett said, first comment. I went and paid for those parts today. Sorry for not going." Well, yeah. I mean, that's cool. It happens. We close at such uh, unfortunate times during practice sometimes that uh, somebody get needs something late and they can't get to it till the next day. John Hess said, uh, John Haas said, great race last weekend. Uh, we already talked about that. Peter Renault says, got to drive my T62 for the first time at a real off-road dirt track. It was glorious. That's awesome. On that. I imagine Canadian dirt being like the dark black dirt, like real dirt. Yeah. I don't know why. I it think looks that. like they have uh, just regular old dirt in the trailer park boys. I've never <laughs> seen trailer park boys. Why do you do that to me? Why do you do that to me? I've never, you need to watch the trailer park I've never seen that movie. I'm sorry. It's another one. I haven't it's seen a show. Is it a show? Like See, I, I don't even have know. movies, but yeah, the, sh- the first like three seasons of the show are the best. Oh, I thought it was a movie. What am I thinking of? I think they made a movie. Oh. Anyways, yeah, I've never seen it. Sorry. I live in my own little bubble recently. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Uh, Jason Haley, is, cl- is there club racing this Friday before the STS? Yes, there is. Regular everyday Family Friday Off-Road was back for three straight weeks. Hmm. Uh, starting this Friday. And uh, the, the STS, I didn't do Summer Series times because I don't foresee having 170 entries. We're just going to have, it's just going to be regular time. Saturday times. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of which everybody, let's get a Traxxas slash. I've been saying this for three weeks straight now. I have one. Mine's at home. I'm going to work on it possibly tonight. Definitely on Thursday. And, uh, um, going to change out the receiver so I can run my own radio. And, uh, but still think of it. Think of if we all got slashes and we all raced a slash as our second or third class. How fun that would be. It'd be a good time. I think it'd be super fun. And we have them in stock. We have lots of, not lots, but we have enough two-wheel drive slashes in stock. Yeah. So. Travis Clancy wants to know, why does the Techno EB410.2 run such a lighter center diff fluid than other cars? I heard some people were running two to 500K. Well, he's only running 300K or 30K. Sorry. So I have not ran mine 
Actually, I'm pretty sure I ran mine with a slipper last when I had it before my Losi yeah. car. So I don't even think I ran mine with a center diff. Pretty sure the and I had an EB410, not the 410.2. So, uh, to, Travis, to be honest with you, I have no idea. It's possible that they might be running one or two hundred, especially in thirteen five, right? Yeah, um, I've, I run uh, three fifty in my center diff on my four on my like mod four wheel. And that's up, isn't it? Because I, I remember last year, everybody wanted 200,000. Well, you, before that, we were running five. Oh, really? So, yeah. Wow. Um, and two, 350 is right in the middle. And really, you just kind of take the two and the five and mix them together in the dip. I like that. I think it all has to do with the way your car develops grip, for one. And then also, it has to do with the size of the gears the geometry of the gear, how it's cut, teeth, tooth engagement. I mean, there's a lot of things that kind of go into it that develop the same amount of drag with less oil, or, you know, maybe the car just doesn't need it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, each car is different, you know, different brands are going to take different stuff just because the, the rear end geometry and the way the car drives off the corner. So I have a know? thought, cause I, like I said, I haven't ran the, the, the point two yet. And actually in my truggy, I was thinking about going up and wait, but I, my truck works so good. I've kind of haven't really felt the need to even dig into it, you know, um, mm-hmm. other than what came kit stock, which I think is 30 K. I think that's right. Anyways, I remember my techno four wheeler. I had the first one. It did not turn near as well as the other two cars out there. Having a lighter center diff fluid, would that help it turn or would that inhibit yeah. it from turning? Yeah, like- Lighter would make it turn more okay. agilely or make it more agile. So maybe that's why, because, because I, I mean, the, the, it's, the car is cool and it's a tank. I mean, it, you, it's really hard to break them, but I just think that, uh, maybe that's why that's just a yeah. thought. And grip level has a lot to do with that too. You know, like normally an e-buggy we run like, you know, seven, seven, six, for dip oil. And like when I was running the winter series on high grip indoor, you know, I was putting like 15 or 20 K in my center dip. My, yeah. my e-buggy would do wheelies sometimes. Yep. You know, you know, just it, a lot of that just depends on the surface you're running on. Um, Peter Renault, what weight diff oil should I put in a T six, two gear diff with an eight, five motor for a carpet or dirt? Um, well, with a gear I diff, assume, I would assume carpet. I would assume, yeah, I'd assume carpet. I, I like, I ran uh, 10K with two gears in the diff mm. when, I, when I raced carpet. Um, it just seemed to work the best. I ran, what did I run last year on mine? I think I, I, think I ran something like five with four, four gears. And I, I drop down to seven sometimes, you yeah. know, but usually that burns up a lot quicker. Right. Usually the lighter oils will burn up faster. So you got to change them more often. But. Yeah, that's true. Tom Rinderneck jumped on here when we were talking about his race and he just, he reiterates that he's always, he said, I am always doing my best to race clean. It was a great race for sure. So, and like I said, I, I don't think there's any reason for anybody to be upset about what happened that, that it, that was if, if, if there was a 
if there was a dictionary picture of what a racing deal looks like, I think that is, that is a racing deal. Yeah. I don't think Tom's ever going to intentionally take somebody out. And if he did, he's going to tell you he did it on purpose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he's not, he's not that kind of guy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that Tom would ever do that intentionally. Uh, Peter Renault says, love the race videos. He's fine with the order, which is great. Uh, Riley Filbert, uh, the Nats track looks crazy and it's soaked. I have not seen it yet. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing pics of it. Uh, Dustin, uh, Hoseck got on here and said, uh, just missing one set of springs that the Plex doesn't have. Other than that, his truck is super good. So that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. See, sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Haley wants to know if Will trains for arm wrestling during the pivot break. Yeah, I usually do. Uh, we're, we're arm wrestling for a low C call it to go on, uh, our gas truck engines. Oh, Wade, Wade Gehring has uh two and I need one and Jason needs one. We're fight. We're going to mm. arm wrestle for the second one. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> Apparently Jason's like some arm wrestle arm wrestling champion or really? something so not me it, there's a little more that goes into that story but it has to do with my training procedure there's nothing there so. <laughs> for arm wrestling oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay but i lift weights yeah that's it we went down the row here and we're kind of already down to the bottom uh palmer bartlett says what's popping um not a whole lot uh Peter says it's real dusty at the track that he just ran at. And then uh, Dallas Boyd just hopped on here. Says, what's up? Love the show. Makes work go by uh, decent. That's pretty cool. Nice. Thanks. So, all right. Well, with that, you know, this show is always brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. Get $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate if you do a refinance or a home loan of some sort. Did I tell you we're on, uh, we're on Patreon now? Yeah, you did. So we have two Patreon members at the moment. It's uh, Nick Chestnut and uh, Peter Renault. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. And so we don't have any of those cool scrolling things yet or whatever. You know how YouTubers have their Patreon members like on screen? Yeah. Eventually we'll get there and do that. But uh, for now, we've got to give a shout out to our Patreon members. We should also do something where like, like Patreon members get like super chat access to questions or something. Yeah. Something like that, you know, or like, like maybe we should like, I don't know, just a thought. Maybe we should like do like a 10 minute interview with Patreon members. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. But you have to be a Patreon member. I also think that we, uh, I want to do, um, I, I wanted to talk to Richard and see, cause most of the time, most of the time they've got this show edited down by Thursday. And mm-hmm. so we could do like an early release on Patreon, maybe. Ooh, yeah, so, that'd be sweet. And then I also thought about maybe every once in a while you and I doing something together that's only on Patreon. Yeah, only for Patreon members. Yeah. I mean, we could do like a, uh, I don't know, diff build, uh, engine tune. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe something like that for pay, exclusive for Patreon members. Yeah. I'll think of something. Okay. Tire tuning. Tire, Tire tuning. tuning would be yeah. a good one. Yep. 
Uh, Dallas Boyd. I mean, I know the answer to this one, but he wants to know, are you AE for life? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I have no reason to go anywhere else. Associated's always taken really good care of me and I've been with him for almost 10 years now. So, yeah. Plus a lot of us, a lot of us that are, uh, that have been doing this for a long time, we each have our, you know, I, I've always been, I had always been a low C guy always mm-hmm. up until recently. And it wasn't because I, I disliked anything about it. I just wanted to change more than anything. Yeah. But I'm, I'm totally open to the idea when, when the new car comes out, cause you know, the new car is coming every couple of years. That's so just how it works. Right. So when, when, when Losi releases a new two wheel drive, I'll have it. Yeah. And I'll run it, you know, and maybe it'll, maybe I'll like it more than the associated car and then I'll run it for a while. And if yeah. I don't, then I'll switch back, but I'm always willing to give both brands a shot, uh, at this point for sure. As long as I can run them. Cause obviously I can't run any of their four wheel drives because of the techno sponsorship. So yeah. Or eight scales can't do that either. So yeah. When I was a kid, I always wanted a driver for associated. That was like a, a life goal of mine. Yep. So. When I was a kid, I always wanted to drive for Losi. And, mm-hmm. it, and it finally happened. So I can scratch that one off my, my done list for my life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think we're good. I think that's uh that's a good show. We talked about uh, what I wanted to talk about tonight. We got the gift card figured out. And uh, like I said, that kind of, this is kind of a soft announcement for our Patreon as well. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Subscribe. Yep. Or, Patreon uh, or whatever it is. Become a member or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you later. Will I see you this weekend or not? No, we're going camping for Father's okay. Day. That's cool. That's fine. I'm kind of bummed out, but eh, it's okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going uh, Kansas City, so yep. that'll be yep. cool. Yep, we'll be, we'll be doing it, and uh, I'm going to try to make a cool video. Okay. All right, see you guys. Bye.